Something Supernatural podcast with your ghost host Tracy and Sulema. Sorry, it's been a very long time since a long we did a time <laughs> since we did an episode. You know, mental health is our main priority here. And then to top it off, we had some technical difficulties, <laughs> but it's all good. We're back. We're here, better than ever, one hundred percent. So this episode is about urban legends. Yeah, and we've all heard them growing up. All of them. Especially in the Latin household. Oh, tons, yeah. yeah. Tons of urban legends and tons of stories. And we have so many. We're going to have to do this episode in parts because right now we're going to try to focus on, like, the U.S. ones, you know, um, just because you're right. There's so many. There's just so many, from yeah. Hispanic and culture. It's not even just in a Hispanic culture, but it's also, like, European. Oh, and yeah. South Africa and other countries. Everyone has their urban legends. And I think overall urban legends were either taken from a story that did actually happen and they embellished a little bit more and it changed by, you know, from passing to passing to passing. But it was mostly like taken to um caution people like caution kids mostly Most, <laughs> at least that's yeah, what i've most, seen you mostly know, for urban legends if anything yes like you want to <laughs> i don't know why but that is the way we teach like you got to scare them <laughs> so they don't do it and so they're protected and so they would embellish these stories of something that happened maybe to somebody that they once knew, that once heard of somebody else. You know, like things like that. You know? Yeah, you know, especially like, you know, us being Latinas and living in a Latin household, you hear so many urban legends. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, if you don't go to sleep at a certain mm-hmm. time, te va salir la mano peluda. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, like watch out for cucuy or, you know, little things like that. Like to just yes. scare us to be good kids. Yes. When it's it's I, always been that. I don't even us. know what a mano peluda is. <laughs> to even begin <laughs> there, with, like, there's what just is so that? many different things. You know, like I said, it's just stories too that we hear from our grandparents and our tias and tios and moms and dads and cousins, even older cousins, to either scare us and you know uh, warn us to not do something dumb like that. You know. Just in general, don't be a bad kid. Yes. <laughs> yes. Or, else or don't be a crybaby. <laughs> and annoy them, you know. Um, but yeah, uh, I know that we grew up with a lot of different um, urban legends. And like I said, uh, we've, we've all heard them since we were kids. So they've been around even since our parents were kids, etc. you know. Um, but one that I always kind of heard, especially when... You know how when you get your uh, driver's permit and he, all of a sudden there's all these urban legends about hitchhikers and, Watch you out know, for them. all this stuff. You know, it's just like perfect timing, right? Um, but I had always heard the story of um, the hitchhiker. I've heard it in different variations. I know there are always different variations to all urban legends. Um, one that I had heard was from texas i don't know specifically what part of texas but it was uh this older gentleman he was driving it was late at night 
and he sees this young girl in kind of like a um you know a ball gown not like a, a really really big ball gown like that like a prom dress or something in a party dress yeah guys it's not like the typical <laughs> cinderella yeah nothing like that 20 layers of tulle. <laughs> no just you not know it's just like dress, a guys. fancy kind of dress like she had been out for the night type of thing and, and she's just walking along he gives her he, he well he offers her a ride home she says yes gets in the back seat and he could see her through the rear view mirror talking to her and she gives him the address so he finally arrives at the address and he looks back and she's gone like just poof gone so he's like wait what's going on did i just dream this what is going on so his first logical thing is to get out of the car and knock on the door and an old man opens the door and he asks for, you know, because he had been talking to this girl that was in the car, um, you know, so-and-so's name. And the old man just, he's really confused. He's sad. And he's like, how do you know such and such? He's like, well, I gave her a ride and, you know, I think she jumped out before, you know, I stopped the car, maybe ran through the back of the house. Just trying to make logical explanation of this. And the old man looks at him stunned and he's like, um, my daughter died when she was 17 years old at her senior prom, like going to her senior prom. Yeah. <laughs> so that's one way I've heard it. Uh, and like I said, that one is, is kind of from Texas and, uh, it, it is creepy, but I've also heard it in the variation that the man goes to drop off the girl. She does get out of the car. He drops her off. They're probably in this scenario or this urban legend, they're probably closer in age and he's thinking about her. He's, you know, like interested in her. So he's like. He looks in the back seat and she had left her sweater. So he remembers where he dropped her off. The next morning he goes back to the house to drop off the sweater, knocks on the door, and it's an old woman. And kind of the same thing, you know, I, I brought so-and-so, da-da-da, and she says she's been dead for, you know, five years, etc. You know, it's always been that kind of story. Yeah, so, so she leaves something behind. Yeah, like, no, our behind, or she just years. vanishes. But it's kind of the same story. Hitchhiker, drop them off, go to that place, they're gone, you never see them again, or you go back and they've been dead for years or something like that. So I always kind of wondered, is that kind of, was that made around the time that, you know, like after the Manson murders, nobody would take hitchhikers after that. I think that was the end of like hitchhiker culture. <laughs> yeah, I mean, thanks I, to Manson and the I girls. I wouldn't do it, like just because of all yeah. these stories. Like, oh, picked up a hitchhiker on highway, God knows what, and mm -hmm. oh, next day, woman aged. 30 something found dead chopped into pieces in her trunk and it's like, yes. yeah no i'm good yeah see i don't know what's i obviously the getting chopped into pieces the real life serial killer is scarier than a story that's just a ghost story but they're both pretty creepy i mean obviously that one's worse getting chopped up but yeah i think they just kind of came up with that scenario like a scary story to scare them with ghosts but 
with the intention of don't pick up hitchhikers or you're going to, or something creepy is going to happen to you. Don't pick up strangers yeah. at all. Period. Exactly. So like that kind of warning or, you know, stay away, don't do that type of thing. Yeah. You know. But yeah, that's, you know, like I said, it takes very different stories and variations and changes so much. So who knows how it really went and if it really even happened. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the only people, the only way to find out if it's true or not is the people that experienced it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But do you any, have any? Yes, I actually do. We were just about to hop into that. <laughs> um, there is one urban legend that's pretty popular, and it still probably is because people are that just insane to <laughs> still do this. But, you know, Bloody Mary. <laughs> you know, it's oh, yeah. still number one that popular urban. That me out. Yeah, I mean, I've never I'm done it. I don't lie. think I'll ever do because I'm terrified of mirrors. That was going to be my next question. <laughs> I did do it, and I was going to ask her this for this reason. We both went to the same elementary schools. Not at the same time. She's younger than me. But, <laughs> but we did go to the same elementary elementary schools and it was such a big story there i don't know if it was when you were there oh of course i think it still is to this point just because it doesn't matter what generation Mm -hmm. you're from that story still comes up with like either younger kids or older kids are like oh have you tried playing bloody mary right in the bathroom oh yeah and you know what bathroom in all dark you're right because bella just you know just uh ended her last year this past year that just finished and she said it was still going around because i would even tell her what bathroom we would do it in <laughs> i was like you know that bathroom between this class and this class like, like you know by there? the by the first grade classroom the bathrooms those a little, little ones? further yeah, down those. a little further down we're like in the fifth grade level one you know the one right before the bungalows oh yeah yeah, yeah you know i know what you're talking, talking about i think it's like the 20 mm-hmm, yeah the 20s. yeah we do it in that bathroom, but yeah, it was creepy. And I'm sure you're going to go into the ritual, how it oh, goes. Oh, yeah, but before we start to the ritual. But we all know it. <laughs> how did the whole Bloody Mary story even happen? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, then let's go down deep history. <laughs> <laughs> um, pretty much, there is some debate about identification on who is, quote unquote, Bloody Mary. Okay. Um, it's based on a real woman. Oh, okay. Um, it's... A, there's a number of historical figures about it, um, but the main candidate is Mary I of England, daughter of Henry VIII and Catherine of Aragon, who had around 300 religious dissenters. Burned, oh, wow. She was burned at the stake during her reign. It was known later by the name Bloody Mary. Oh, wow. So that was her actual nickname. Yeah, and then later on in later on in the years mm-hmm. now elizabeth bathory was also had a nickname that, that yeah which she is known as a countess that murdered over 300 girls and bathed in their blood mm-hmm. and it was known as vampirism to yeah. keep to keep young to stay young and be youthful i think i've seen a movie about that one actually about her I'm trying to remember what it's called. Oh, and then there's also another person, Mary Worth, who was identified as a woman who killed slaves escaping South American, which is known as the Underground Railroad. So, wow. Yeah, she was burned at the stake during the witch trials in oh, the wow. early modern world. So I'm, assain- I'm assuming this happened in the 1600s. Okay. So, yeah, but what is Bloody Mary? Okay. I'll tell you. <laughs> 
Lady Mary is a legend of a ghost, phantom, or spirit conjured to reveal the future. She is said to appear in a mirror when her name is chanted repeatedly. This Bloody Mary apparition may be bigant or malvoyant, depending on the historic variations of the legend. Bloody Mary appears to be mostly witnessed in a group of participation play or by a man who is about to die. Wow. Yeah. See, we don't know all that behind it. We just know. But here's the <laughs> Stand thing. in front of when the mirror. I was, when I was doing the research on this, there's so many things that people say about, like, doing the chants. Like, either you see a horrific face or you see your future or you see something of the past. I heard it. The way I heard it was we had to stand in front of the mirror with the lights off say bloody mary three times and then splash some water on the mirror and as the mirror the water was dripping down the mirror she would appear and snatch you okay yes. that's one so i don't know legend. if they were combining like candy man and, and bloody mary i know or something. but it's so crazy because i've heard it completely different like oh you gotta flush the toilet three times <laughs> in the dark and then you we're gotta just say, wasting water at I this know. point. Like at this we're, point, we're already we're in California, we're, guys. But like, I mean, this was back then when we weren't in a drought. Know, but now, right? like people are trying to do it. It's like, no, don't do it. We're no, in no, no, don't do that water. part. Just, just <laughs> but, do the chanting. She'll still come. But anyways, yeah, like they told me, like, yeah, you gotta flush the toilet three times <laughs> and then do it in the dark and say <laughs> her name. Spray some air freshener. <laughs> It just makes it seem like <laughs> something's stuck in the toilet if you flushing it that many what, times. What is going on? But I that's just, the way oh I heard God. it when I was younger. And like, yeah, you got to say, like, you'll see a face appear. And it's wow. like, uh, no, I'm good. I'm not trying to get attached to anything, especially me being eight and terrified of the dark. Exactly. I remember I never would go through with it because we would always get our friends and do it at recess time. And we would stand like in a line. So by the there was maybe like six girls in a line like this towards the door. So by the time they would get to me, because I was at the end of the line, I would be like right at the edge and would just run out before they even finished saying the third Bloody Mary. I was I, out. I <laughs> like know. I was all for it. And then. <laughs> and then oh, but let me show you know. how you actually do the ritual. Okay. What's the real one? You know, to bring to have bloody mary come in the mirror or wherever you're at kids don't try this don't at home. don't try this because honestly i don't even know if this is true or not and i wouldn't suggest yes any please of do not try do any it. of this or if you do it's at your own risk exactly do this at your own risk um so pretty much how this starts it's um they encourage young women to walk up a flight of stairs backwards oh my holding goodness. the candle and a hand mirror in a darkened house Oh As they gaze into the mirror, they're supposed to be able to catch a view of their future husband's face. That's too much to yeah. just see who you're going to marry. I mean, <laughs> it's not worth it. <laughs> do anything to see who, what your husband looks like. But, That's I mean, too much. I'm not trying nowadays, to trip and like burn down the house, you know, with the candle. Like, I'm already clumsy. Um, it says there is, however, a chance that they would see a skull or the face of the Green Reaper. Instead of indicating that they were going to die before they even have a chance to marry. Uh-oh. So I was like, oh. You're going to die a spinster, girl. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and that's the worst that could happen in the 1700s yeah, or whenever. Was, yeah, this was back then. But it's like um, this article says now, like, in our times, like, 2000 mm. and on. Um, it says in the ritual of today, Bloody Mary allegedly appears to be 
um, appears to individuals or groups who religious ritualistically mm-hmm. sorry that's like butchered that very bad <laughs> <laughs> invoked her name in the act of cattle promancy that's a very hard word <laughs> wow um this is done by repeatedly chanting her name into a mirror placed in a dimly lit room or a candle lit room it says the ma- the name must be uttered 13 times oh my goodness or some other specified number of times says a bloody mary apparition allegedly appears as a corpse a witch or a ghost that can be friendly or evil and it's sometimes seen covered in blood hence the name um it says the lore surrounding the ritual states that the participants may endure the apparition screaming at them cursing them strangling them stealing their soul drinking their blood or scratching their eyes out something like, you know, like, in the other one, she would show you who you were going to marry. I thought she would show you, I don't know, the lottery numbers or something, <laughs> like anything. No, nah, not this one. <laughs> I know. This is, this one sucks. It says, some variations of the ritual called Bloody Mary may by a different name, Hail Mary, or Mary Worth, or other popular examples. The modern legend of Hanako-san in Japan strongly parallels to the Bloody Mary mythology. So basically, so all cultures kind of have a bloody kind of have like a bloody Murray version, yeah, which is insane. You know, there's a lot of urban legends from a lot of do- different cultures that are women, like sirens or vixens or La Llorona. Yeah, they're always women. What about these men? Like they're what? They're not evil. <laughs> what? We don't have any. Well, we have a candy man. I don't we should have looked into that one. Oh. That one's I have a feeling that the whole movie and like the story plot of Candyman has something similar to Blood. Right. Mary. That's why I, yeah. Like it But then but then again Candyman has its own story yeah. and plot line. We have to look into that but we'll one. Definitely that's for look an, into that another in a story. But <clears throat> let me tell you about I'm sure this one has, well, it does, because I've even heard it from my own mom. Like, growing up, I heard this. Um, so there's different variations and from different parts, um, this story. And it's a girl goes to a dance. The gist of the story, because I mean, there's so many variations. But a girl wants to go to this dance. Her parents forbade it. They said no. She still sneaks out of the the house, goes to the dance, and then she is asked to dance by the most handsome man she has ever seen. Everyone's just gasping and, oh, this guy, he's so hot and swoon and whatever. So out of all the girls there, he chooses her to dance. So she feels honored and she's dancing. Now, this is where it's the endings always kind of different. It's where so, it takes. Yes. Okay. Worst so I have heard it that in one, they were dancing and twirling and spinning around. Then they were spinning around so fast, so fast, so fast. Then her feet started getting getting really hot, and she looks down, and there's like a pit and fire just coming up and everything. He takes her back to hell. Yeah, that's one story I heard. Okay. Yes. Rule number one, guys. Don't go to a dance and see (laughs) a hot guy. Oh, well, that's, yeah, that is, (laughs) I will get into that right now. So the second way I've heard it is that uh, 
this girl's dancing with this guy, dancing all night. Oh, she's like so falling in love with him and everything. Looks down and sees one foot that's like a, a club foot, I guess, like a, a hoof. A hoof? Yeah. Uh-huh. There you go. I couldn't remember. A hoof and the other one is like a chicken leg, like. <laughs> you know, like a claw. So if you guys can see my face, yes. it's just like, huh? Yeah. So a claw and a hoof. And if you know, in some of the in some parts of the Bible and stuff, it does show that you know, the devil or Lucifer, whoever, had a a hoof and a chicken foot, <laughs> a rooster foot, or something. Damn, God it. just yes. did not like him. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna give you a hoof, <laughs> one of each, and a chicken foot. <laughs> For your suffering. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so that's the second way I've heard it. Now, I heard this story growing up this way from my mom. And I heard it around the time that I was getting ready to go out clubbing. So, hmm. Coincidence? Oh, <laughs> I think so. Right? So, like I said, a lot of the urban legends are made, you know, to kind of scare the kids around that time when they're going to do whatever they're going to do, you know, in their time period. I was going to get ready to start going to dances and clubs and things like that. I was like 17, about to be 18. But if you know, if you're Latina, that doesn't mean anything. Your parents still tell you what to do until you're like 40. So, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So my mom would tell me, oh, you're going out too much because I was trying to go out every weekend, every Saturday night or something there for a while, I guess. And she's like, you're going out too much. You're going out too much. Going out dancing is so bad now it, it, to go so often. It's bad. It's bad. She would never say it's a sin or anything because my mom loves dancing. And now I tell her the story because she goes out dancing every Saturday night. And I'm like, oh, really, mom? Like, okay, right? two can play this game. I'm about right. to tell you the story that you told me <laughs> right. when I would go out. That dancing is is bad when you go out every weekend. Huh, you're going to go to hell so. if you go every hour. Well, she wouldn't say that you would go to hell, but she would tell me the story. She said it was an urban legend in, in her part of Mexico that she grew up. So this is about three sisters. And they were, like, the most beautiful sisters in the whole, like, town. And their dad was really wealthy and everything. And uh, there was going to be this huge ball in the middle of town. And everyone who was, like, you know, like, prestigious people would were invited, you know. So they were invited. But I don't know if their dad punished them or it was going to be too late or he didn't want them going out dancing so much, like my mom said, because that's the way she said it. But he said, no, you guys aren't allowed to go. But of course, they disobeyed their dad. He went to sleep and they had these beautiful gowns that they had already bought. And they were like, and my mom even goes into detail. She was telling me the colors like pink and yellow and blue and this and that, you know. And so they're really beautiful handmade they wear him to the dance and they see of course this gorgeous guy and he takes turns dancing with them and <laughs> this is where it just gets silly on this end I think this story of it because they're dancing with him all night and everything and uh some girl that was friends with them sees them at the dance and he's and she's like they weren't supposed to be at the dance they said they weren't coming that their dad didn't let them go 
she goes up to them and they're like hypnotized like they don't really respond to her or anything so she's like what's going on so she cuts a little like piece of cloth from each of their dresses from the bottom of their dress or the back wherever you know a little piece of their dress they all go home whatever the next day she's like oh i saw you guys at the dance you were dancing with the most handsome guy etc and they were like no we didn't go we stayed in our dad said we couldn't go and they're like no you went and they they insisted no we didn't go so she's like i knew it you guys were acting weird i even have proof of your dresses and she had the cloths you know they go to the closet and the dresses are missing the pieces of cloth but the way that my mom would tell me that the story was told to her was like that they didn't go to the dance, but that they wanted to go so bad that their like spirits went. I don't know. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. Yes. And they were dancing with the devil all night or something or because they or they did go and they disobeyed him. And so they, I don't know. I'm telling you, I've heard it so many different ways. This can be a really good story <laughs> plot for like a movie. Right. <laughs> I know. I think my mom secretly made it up, but she would tell me that story all the time. Because I can already I picture like a, like a plot line to the story. Like, oh, maybe like, you know, the devil was in their head. Like whispering like come to the dance right come to the dance maybe the something dress- like that maybe that's what she meant it because it was always like oh it's so bad going to the to the dances a lot or something like she was never like you can't go at all or it's a sin she's never been like that my mom would be like but the devil is on your shoulder he's telling like you he's tempting it. you he's like te- that yeah exactly like a tempting that's a temptation that's a vice that's a you know like a a gluttonous thing, you know, to do. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Because my mom would tell me stuff like that. She's like, mm-hmm. oh, the devil's telling you to do it. It's See? He's tempting yes. you to do it. And it's my like, mom, too. I'm like, I have nobody on my shoulder. I'm like, it's just me that I want to decide to do it. I just don't want to do it, mom. <laughs> it's all me. It's all me. There's there's no angel and devil uh, on my shoulder. I'm like, it's just me. I want to do it. But basically, I think the moral of this story or this urban legend is don't disobey your parents. If they say you can't go da- out dancing and clubbing and dropping it like it's hot, don't do it. Don't do it. Because <laughs> then the devil's going to get you. <laughs> the one with a hoof and a chicken leg. And a chicken. <laughs> That's just so crazy how they came up with that. Like, yeah. Well, like, you know, the devil with the hoof I, leg and chicken know. leg. They wanted to make him look horrible in the Bible, I guess. Maybe that's all made up right there. And they were like, what could be so hideous? And at the time, the most hideous thing. To terrify thing, people. For yeah. Me, it's like, most, I just want to picture what that looks like. Exactly. And the most hideous thing they could come up with was like a hoof and a chicken leg. That like, will scare them. That will scare people. And in my head's like, no, I'm, that now, I'm intrigued. Like, I you can't what buy like. shoes. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, for one, he has a hoof. Like, and the other one, like no is one a noticed this guy walking leg. in with a hoof and a chicken leg when he's walking into the but, dance. Like, but picture that he's gonna walk uneven, right? Because one, a chicken leg is so skinny, and then you have a hoof. Oh my god! And what be... if she's like a vegetarian? And she's like, oh my god, I'm vegan actually. This isn't going to work oh, out. Oh, my goodness. I thought but, this was a supernatural show where we were laughing. Oh okay, my God. so anyways. But those are my two <laughs> urban legends. Back, back to the stories. Mm. 
Um, before we end the podcast, we have one more urban legend, and it comes from Oxford, Alabama. Mm-mm. Maybe someone has heard about this, and if you guys have, please not, let us know. Not so sweet Message us. home, Alabama. <laughs> N- not so sweet. <laughs> not so sweet. Um, this one's called Hell's Gate Bridge. Um, the story of Hell's Gate started in the 1950s about a young couple driving over the bridge, somehow drove their car off the bridge one night, and they both drowned. So there's two legends to this um, story. So the first one is that if you drive your car out in the middle of the bridge and turn your lights off, the couple will magically appear in your car and leave a wet spot <laughs> on the seat. Oh. By the way, reading that, excuse me, saying, sir. <laughs> <laughs> saying that and then reading it out loud, I'm like, mm, <laughs> my mind went Whoa. somewhere else when it and said, you said it was, yeah, a seat. couple in the and back a couple, seat. I was like, uh, <laughs> what were they doing in my back seat? <laughs> like, what are y'all doing in the back over there in my car without my consent and permission? <laughs> with the lights off. <laughs> yeah, with the lights off. Um, anyways, the Whoa. second one. Um, which is how the bridge got its name. It is a belief that if you drive over the bridge and look over your shoulder halfway through, the scenery behind you turns into a portal to hell engulfed in flames. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, people have gone to this twist, bridge, though. done, you know, ghost experiments mm-hmm. to see, like, if this bridge is actually a gateway to hell. Like on ghost adventures and stuff like I, that? Like shows like that, I mean. Shows like that yeah. and like, you know, YouTubers and just normal what people you, that do have it. Have you heard any? Like, what did they say? Um, they just hear a lot of whispers and like um, footsteps. But other than that, like, no one has, there's really not many stories on people That's saying what I was they gonna, experienced it. Did you find anything, you know how like it's a bridge. So I'm sure if there were deaths or suicides or anything connected to that bridge, it would kind of come up. Did you find anything like that? or see Just here? a couple. And then like, mm-hmm. you know, people talk about like, yeah, like, you know, we drive past that bridge and we like, they'll like do like a double take in their back mirror, in their rear mirror seeing people. When it's just like, you know, one person or like right. two people in the car and that's it. What do you think the urban, like if it is just an urban legend, what and you think, you know, if we're sticking to the, it's kind of made up to warn people and everything, what would be the warning of this one? Not drive on the bridge with your headlights off? That too. And just don't drive on a bridge on a dark night. <laughs> do it during don't the day. Dumb. <laughs> Especially in Alabama. I know. What bridge? Well... It's in Oxford. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I've heard stories, not, you know, on a bridge, but I've heard stories with cars and headlights and things like that, too. Um, just a quick story. Like, my uh, my dad grew up in Santa Paula, California. And I remember whenever we would go out to see my grandma, um, he would tell me stories. And there was this little, like, kind of dirt road or kind of, like, off the tracks or something. I don't know how to describe it. Like, little way that you would go. And he said, growing up, like, when he was in high school and stuff, it was a thing for, like, the high school kids around there or whatever to go down this little road at night, turn off their their car completely, put it in neutral, and then they would put baby powder on the bumper. And, 
your car is supposed to move and it's like it's not I don't know if it's flat or if it's uphill but it's not downhill and um, they push it up and you can see like handprints on the bumper now like I said my dad said he never tried it that well he said that he went once with his friends but they didn't try it because they were too like oh no maybe we shouldn't try it they were young and everything but that he had heard of other kids that at school but you know how everyone says things like that like yeah. oh yeah I did this and, da, 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 and then it spreads you know like rumors and oh like did you hear about that rumor and it's like what rumor? like yeah and then it just gets out of control so who knows it just maybe spreads like wildfire and <laughs> yes. then the teachers know and the oh, teachers yeah. have to like notify parents like hey do you know that you know there's children in the school yeah. spreading rumors Going, about x y and z if they go over there with their cars and turn off the lights and they're just hanging out over there in the dark you know they're gonna see a ghost so just you know little urban legends like that i you know maybe they set that one to kind of scare the kids from going over there because they were all doing it but yeah. then a lot of kids do it <laughs> Cause because they want to they yes. want to experience them themselves yes. so they can have stories to tell and their friends you like know, you won't believe what i did this weekend exactly and not only that but like you want to do what is like forbidden what you can't do because they our minds you are, can't do it you want to do it yeah be, not just that because our minds are so curious and we mm-hmm. want to know i would have totally happens. done it i'm not even gonna lie if i grew up in santa paula california i would have done it in high school i know that i probably done it with a group of friends because i don't think i can do it by myself yeah i wouldn't do it by myself either like i would go but and i'd probably check it out like the bloody mary thing but it still counts i went <laughs> I mean, I've never done it, and I don't think I ever will because I'm terrified of mirrors, especially if they're facing one I way heard. and the other one behind you. You're that's a big no no. Oh, I know we're getting a little bit off topic about urban legends, but that yes. is a superstition to never like have both mirrors facing each mm-hmm. other because it's considered portal. like a portal for souls to come in and be in our world. I've always heard so that. So it's like, too. yeah, I'll, I won't do that. The first thing when because this room that we're in right now it has like a little like built-in mirror on it and the first thing i saw was like okay we're good <laughs> like there's no mirrors behind yes, me all right we're yes. good yes like even if it would have been the the like window and a reflective service maybe that i don't know i don't know if that counts but yeah be careful of those i mean everyone knows like we got to do a superstition one because like that might be salt our, and that might be our know, next episode if you guys want to listen, that might happen next week. Yes. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know we did. We had a lot of fun. Um, it's always a fun time doing podcasts, is. even though we took a nice long month break. Yeah. You know, mental health is definitely our priority here. Yes. So we had to, you know, set back, reset, and start. Yes. And but we're back we're better back. than ever. We're back. So if you guys have... Um, any questions or uh, any suggestions for what our next episode should be? Or if you have any urban legends that we didn't talk about or that mm-hmm. we never heard, yes, please let us know. You Message guys, us on Instagram, yes. Something Supernatural Podcast, because we love reading stories. And what's our Twitter one? It's, it's a little bit, it's just like Instagram, just novels. Okay. And then we also have, you can message me on TikTok, at Salama Wagner. Or, um, I guess that's it. Or our email, our Gmail email, <laughs> uh, which is something supernatural podcast at gmail.com. So.
sorry it's so long yeah let us give us stories so that way maybe mm-hmm. we can do this at the end of our podcast read one of the stories from one of our followers and see give our opinion on the story oh and if you live nearby in the la area southern california um if you have a house that's haunted or a story you want to share about a location that you live at or have been or own or something like that and want to tell us about it and want us to go check it out let us know And that's all for our podcast. We'll see you guys in the next one. Thank you. Bye. Bye.